Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Let's Talk Tri-Delta. Thanks for joining us. I'm Karen White, Tri-Delta C, Editor-in-Chief of the award-winning Trident Magazine. We are now more than a few weeks into sheltering in place, staying at home and dealing with all of the crazy surrounding COVID-19. We've launched a new series called Three For You. We're taking some of your most important questions and the topics you want to hear about and finding Tri-Delta experts to share their top three tips, insights, and best practices. Now, even in the midst of a pandemic, Tri-Deltas are always thinking of ways we can give back to our communities. So joining us today is our sister, Tysley Williams. She's an alumna of our Gamma Kappa chapter at Wake Forest University, and she has raised and managed more than $92 million for nonprofit organizations. Currently, she serves as the Chief Development Officer for America's Promise Alliance, but prior to that, Vice President of Development for the YWCA, and over the past 22 years, Chief Development Officer for the American Red Cross of the National Capital Region and the Association of uh, the Associate, Associate Director for Major Gifts at the YW or YMCA of Metropolitan Washington. I'm going to get this right, I promise, Tysley. She also found some time to serve as the president of the Washington, D.C. Junior League. And I might note, she was the first African-American woman to serve in that role. Tysley, welcome. Thank you for being with us to talk Tri-Delta today. Thank you, Karen. I'm excited to be with you and all of our sisters. So thanks for the invitation. How are you holding up? You know, things are going well. The days have been a little unconventional, (laughs) uncertainty, right? Trying to be brave, bold, and kind. (laughs) As one is. And so I want to tell our listeners, of course, Tysley and I are practicing safe social distancing um, by quite a distance. I'm I'm in Dallas, Texas, and Tysley is in D.C. So lest anybody think that we are uh, together, we are not. We are just together in spirit, right, Tysley? That's right. That's right. And so grateful for all that you and the team, all that you do for us. So thank you. Thank you. This is one um, additional example of some of the great things that's happening under your leadership. So we appreciate. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. So, so let's talk about this. Let's get into our topic today. Often our backgrounds and our upbringing reflect on how we show up in the world. And of course you are uh, no different, my friend. You come from a family of educators. Why has that become so powerful? and how you affect your community and the world? I think like most of us, Karen, um, I grew up in a family that was really focused on enriching, inspiring, um, and educating. And it seemed like everything was a teachable moment. <laughs> of course. Um, and I'm sure as a parent, you can relate to that. It's like, all right, let's stop, pause, and teach. Right. And uh, what I really appreciated about my parents, and I think all Tri-Deltas will relate to this, is, you know, mom and dad taught us how to steadfastly love one another in a very literal sense. I grew up in a family where I was the oldest of four. And so we were first taught to be kind to one another. Right. Um, And then we were taught to be kind to our neighbors. And then we were taught to be kind with our classmates and the individuals that we worshiped with. And, you know, it was that uh, concentration of kindness that connected to every teachable moment. 
And, you know, from that, Karen, I just developed a love of service and volunteering, but it was really connected to uh, those teachable moments introduced by loving and caring parents. Right. So, so our backgrounds, right. Totally shaping our present. Yes. Absolutely. Talk to me a little bit too about confidence, right? So, um, and, and even the idea of, you know, Tri-Delta's perfect confidence, how do you feel that plays in a role in how we apply ourselves both in education as well as our work and our service? Such an important element. Um, you know, confidence is just so uniquely important. And I think for me, and I think for a lot of our Tri-Delta sisters, it's important for us to first have an internal sense of self and to recognize that our confidence is not validated from any external force, that our confidence really stems from our own individual understanding that we have unique talents and skills and that we not only have those skills and talents, but Karen, that we are courageous enough to activate and to share our skills and talents uh, with the broader community. And so um, I am so proud to be a part of Tri-Delta because I think we do that on an individual and a collective basis. You know, I'm a frontline fundraiser sister. And when I am out and about uh, cultivating relationships, nothing makes me prouder than to see what we've collectively done for St. Jude and how our collegiate members on so many college campuses, as well as our alumni members, are really taking those talents. And Karen, they are sharing broadly, right? Um, yeah. They balance with the world and they're making their communities a better place. And so a lot of that stems from confidence. You know, they have the confidence to ask. They have the confidence to forge partnerships and relationships and to pin those letters that go out to people. Absolutely. And no matter where you find yourself in life, either from a professional standpoint or volunteering as a mom with the PTA, that confidence is going to come in handy because you're going to have to be courageous. You're going to have to step up to do things not only for yourselves, uh, but also for the people you care about. So, so true. So true. And thank you for calling out our collegians and the role that they play in finding cures and saving children, right? really carrying that mission forward. So, Tesla, you talk a lot about how we can make a difference and are making a difference, right, as women. You know, Tridelta's are brave, bold, and kind, and and you are among the bravest, boldest, and kindest. You've broken a lot of barriers for women. Can you tell us about how it feels to be such a trailblazer? Oh, Karen, you're just, you're way too kind, sister. Way, way, way too kind. <laughs> I, I speak the truth, sister. <laughs> Um, You know, it's interesting. It actually feels um, rewarding, I think. And it feels rewarding because I think all of us are mindful of the fact that whatever successes we have in life, uh, they really come about as a result of individuals who have sown into our promise and potential. And in some instances, um, those individuals are people who have done that for our entire life, like family okay. and or chosen family. And in some instances, it's happenstance. You know, there are people that are in our lives for very short periods of time. But I really... Um, 
Karen, I feel really fortunate and really blessed to be in a position to affect positive change. And I really try to do all that I can to encourage other women to do the same. Um, And so I'm really excited to have an opportunity to chat with you a little bit more about how volunteerism does that. You know, working in the not-for-profit sector, we rely heavily on volunteers. And even though COVID-19 has created a situation where we don't have in place face-to-face volunteer opportunities, there are several ways right here, right now, if sisters feel like, hey, I've got a little bit of extra time, or hey, I now have increased awareness about something that I'm passionate about, and I have a desire to serve and invest in others. You know, Karen, there are a few places that, you know, they can go. Volunteermatch.org, idealist.org, allforgood.org. These are great places, Karen, where our sisters can just enter in their zip code and see if there are virtual volunteer opportunities. And what it does, Karen, is it not only helps the community, but hey, this might be an opportunity for you to discern if you want to commit to using your accounting degree or if you're interested in moving forward with something in communication, you know, and volunteerism kind of gives you that opportunity to try things on for size. It also gives you an opportunity to just um, learn a bit more about the causes that matter to you. Uh, Mm -hmm. A lot of these causes matter to us as a result of the things that we've uh, seen, our lived experiences. And so it's just a great way for you to get involved. And so as I'm talking about what it means to be a trailblazer, uh, I'm encouraging uh, our sisters to get out there and blaze their own trails. And I have found that a lot of the barriers just started by just doing what I would consider to be very small acts of kindness. And before you knew it, I was connected to opportunities within institutions uh, to serve and to give back. So everyone's a trailblazer. Everybody can step forward on that trail. And hopefully in the midst of COVID-19, there'll be some opportunities to do that. And I think you have shared some really great places, right, where our members can maybe discover opportunities that either, to your point, maybe they didn't have time to pursue previously um, or hadn't thought about. You know, one thing that I have found, you know, again, as a career on the front lines, right, of fundraising and with organizations that have depended so heavily on volunteers, right? Tridelta has 3,000 volunteers that make our organization go. Um, We are truly volunteer-led. But what I have found in my own volunteerism, that in addition to sort of giving back to the organization, I have gotten a lot out of that volunteerism, right? So um, to your point about maybe discovering your passions and either reapplying or maybe even gaining new skills, volunteerism is so often a two-way street. Have you had that experience as well in your own volunteerism? Yes, Karen, I have. What's so interesting I am taking advantage of sheltering in place to actually trademark a term. It's called noble benefit. Uh, I'm sharing it it right here with our sisters first. But I'm actually trademarking this term because it is a description 
that speaks to what an individual gains as a result of activating generosity. So often we think of the benefit that happens to and for others, and there isn't necessarily a continuum of thought that speaks to the fact that not only are we investing in and seeing a return on great things for others, but there's also a return on the giver. And I'm really excited um, to kind of talk a little bit more about what a noble benefit is and to share with people how they can benefit from generosity. Um, I think it's so incredibly important for all of us when we say, hey, how are we going to invest in a community that we see ourselves as part of that community, right? right? And we recognize that it is important for our needs to be met and we are not necessarily better or worse than the individuals we're serving. We all have needs that need to be fulfilled. And by looking at it from like a collective and comprehensive lens, I'm hopeful that we can inspire more people and more sisters to give. I, I just, I love, first of all, I love the term. And I, you know, I think what it does, Tysley, is it alleviates some of the, some of the guilt we may feel when we, we do find ourselves getting as much out of a volunteer experience as we're giving. Yes. Right? There's that little part of you on the inside that wonders if that's okay. Right. And I think what you're saying is that is totally okay. And in fact, a good thing. Yes. I think so, Karen. You know, it's interesting too. I mean, you alluded to the fact that I am a woman of color. Um, I grew up in the Deep South in Birmingham, Alabama. And what also really got me to really think about this is I witnessed how individuals were well-intentioned would often come and give back to people that were deemed as being in need of services. And those individuals oftentimes looked like me and my family. And I began to sense that those individuals who were often, um, who had the human and financial resources to help, uh, because I am also very clear that it is a privilege to be able to volunteer, that there are people who cannot do things without receiving compensation because it's imperative for their individual situation. And so, um, but it got me to thinking that we have created, there's some unintended consequences that have come about within the world of philanthropy. It's created this, you know, have versus have not, and it's qualified those that have as being good and those that don't have as being bad. And in an attempt to introduce this term noble benefit, I'm also trying to introduce thinking that we are all in need of something. Yes. And that is not a bad thing. It is a statement of fact. And when we can accept and own that we have needs it is okay for us to speak to the individual needs that we have and we humanize those individuals who have other needs that may be different than ours, right? But we begin to like relate to them and saying like, 
oh my gosh, I'm helping to meet your need because maybe of your lived experience, you might have food insecurity, but I may have other types of insecurity that I am able to address by serving in this capacity, right? And so it's just a totally different shift. And I'm encouraging our sisters who are like thinking about this to reach out to me and help me sharpen this idea because I'm literally just, you know, brainstorming and thinking it through. So I welcome thoughts and suggestions. Absolutely. I think you'll um, get more than a few uh, takers on that. I love, I love this concept because I, you know, it's meeting needs through the human exchange. Yes. Right. Of service and thought and, and steadfast love. Right. And the things that Tri-Delta really stands for. Right. And has always stood for. And in fact, you know, Tri-Delta was founded to address some need, right, of, of women who didn't feel included, women who didn't feel welcome um, as they tried to pursue higher education. This is so aligned with who we are as Tri-Delta women. Can we expect this to be included? I, I have heard, right, I'm going to put you on the spot here, that you may be working on a book. Yes. True. Tell me more about your book. That's right. So the book is intended to interview uh, influencers in our community who have understood and who have seen noble benefits in their lives. And Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to talk to individuals who have given, but also been on the receiving end to help Mm -hmm. those of us who believe in the importance of generosity, uh, glean lessons, right? So that we can inspire others to follow suit. And so uh, it's going to be a little bit of uh, storytelling uh, tied with some tactical tips on how we learn from individuals based upon their lived experiences, because that's how we started this chat. You know, it's all about what we've experienced in life and finding avenues to share those teachable moments, right? And so uh, it's a passion project, but I'm really excited to dig in and see it come to pass. I am too. I am so excited. Can I be on the pre-read list? You're look, you're not only on the pre read list. I'm gonna be reaching out like Karen, talk to me about these noble benefits you've seen out here in the world. Because Tri-Deltas have most certainly not only activated uh, quite a few noble benefits, but we, you know, in in the process of giving, I just look uh, back to my experiences at Wake Forest, you know, some of my greatest, greatest memories with my sisters there stemmed around our philanthropy work, you know, and yes, we were doing things for the community and we were doing things for our philanthropy, but it had such um, a wonderful impact on our friendship. And it just was an invaluable experience that I think we all received a great deal from. And that, you know, what's what's so wonderful, I mean, I think back a few years earlier than you, Tyree, of, you know, being at Georgia, right, and banding together over, over things that were way bigger than us. And it's one of my favorite parts about what a Tri-Delta is, right, allowing you to belong to something much bigger 
right? Than your, than yourself, which is, I think, amazing and teaches, teaches us as Tri-Delta women to live our values, right? Of truth and self-sacrifice and friendship. And you, my friend, are certainly doing that. I um, have so enjoyed getting to know you over these last few years and very excited about your work at America's Promise and super excited about your book. <laughs> um, and so appreciative of you being here with us today. So thank you. I want to I want to tell our listeners though how they can find you. With their um, any ideas they may have on the noble benefit concept or your upcoming book, how can they reach you, Tysley? Well, I would love for all of them uh, to connect on LinkedIn so that I too can be of value to them. So if you are uh, looking for an opportunity. Uh, whether that's starting your career, changing your career, retiring out from your career, uh, please reach out on LinkedIn. I'm also um, on Twitter. Um, so the handle is just at Tysley and it's T-Y-C-E-L-Y. And I am on Instagram, same handle. Yeah. So, um, and I think I might be Karen on something probably very few people are still on, but they can probably find me on Facebook as well. (laughs) COVID-19 may represent the great migration, right? (laughs) It just might. It just might. And, um, you know, hopefully they'll see us out and about once we're back to normal and actually hosting things in local communities. So um, look forward to being with you and our sisters And in the event that doesn't happen quickly, I look forward to the virtual outreach. Outstanding. And I know our listeners join us today in thanking Tysley Williams for sharing her insights on how to stay involved and be involved. Um, Certainly, we hope all of our members and families remain safe during this time and you're following the important guidelines regarding COVID-19. There are so many Tri-Deltas serving on the front lines of this crisis in healthcare and law enforcement careers and other essential services. Our thoughts and Delta love go out to all of you. Um, as you continue to serve unselfishly during this time. If you liked this three for you experience, you can find more three for you topics at tridelta.org backslash three for you. And if there are additional topics you'd like to hear about, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at tridelta.eo.org. And please, please like subscribe and rate our podcast. You all know we love the three stars above our crescent moon and our badge, but in podcast land, we like five star ratings. Thank you for talking Tridelta with us today. Stay safe, join us next time, and bring you 